Welcome to Sugar Radio. This is the first of two shows brought to you by UNICEF and MTV Staying Alive. So let's send a big shout out to all of our viewers and listeners wherever you are. Cameroon, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Kenya, Lesotho, South Africa and Tanzania. This is a show about HIV and AIDS for young people, developed and co-produced by young people. So listen up. During the next 20 minutes, we're going to be playing the hottest new music from across Africa. We'll hear from some experts around the world and also from young people across the continent and find out how people are leading the AIDS response in different places in Africa. Young people will tell us about their experiences living in a world with AIDS and what they think and are doing about it. The experts will help us cut through the many messages and some of the misconceptions we've heard over the years and they'll tell us what we should all know regarding the best way to cut down the risk of HIV infection. The leaders we hear from will tell us what they're doing about HIV in the different countries and what they think must happen to make a difference for young people. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. So stay locked. You're listening to Sugar Welcome to Sugar Radio. Got a massive song on the way right now featuring Keiko from Uganda and Mad Tracks from Kenya. It's called Make You Dance. Make you dance. Oh, oh. Let's go. Make you dance. Oh, oh. Let's go. You Dance by Keiko featuring Mad Tracks. You're listening to Sugar Radio. Now, for those who didn't watch or listen to Sugar or Sugar 2, uh, Love, Sex and Money, let me break it down. 
Sugar is a communication initiative that looks at many different issues which affect people from all over Africa. In fact, people from all over the world. Some of the issues we explored in Sugar 2 were multiple sexual partnerships, positive health and HIV prevention. We also looked at dignity for people living with HIV. We took a look at gender and sexual violence and HIV testing and counselling. Sugar TV and Sugar Radio Drama explored all of those issues through fictional stories. In this show, we want to have a deeper conversation about these issues. Although HIV and AIDS is global, the main way it's transmitted varies from country to country and even within a country there can be differences based on the main types of risk behaviours that are common from one region to another or between key populations. To get some perspective from some young people, we gathered young people from Cameroon, DRC, Kenya, Lesotho, South Africa and Tanzania for a special conference about HIV and AIDS awareness. And here is what some of them had to say. How common is it for people to have multiple sexual partners? Definitely it's very high because these people desire to have multiple partners because they think it's cool maybe if I may say. The biggest fear that I have is because it happens between youngsters and older people. If it's a sweet young girl, she's going to have the boyfriend and she's going to have what they call sugar daddies and they're going to have somebody they call the minister of finance, minister of transport, things like that. So it's popular and people are doing it. In some situations it's caused by transactional, you know, sex well uh, when young girls with um, bad, um, harsh circumstances trade sex for a better life, so to, so to speak. Another point of view from South Africa Here's Victoria. Um, in South Africa, it's not taboo for a person to have multiple sexual partners. As long as a man can support six wives, he can have six wives. He can support 20, he can have 20. So it's something that's taken very casually for a man to have many sexual partners. Given us the Kenyan point of view, we have Kevin Oyugi. Just like I've heard uh, what happens in South Africa, I'd say right here in Kenya, partly it's also because of culture. Uh, we also have cases of polygamy, where a man not really marries but let's say uh, lives or stays with other women and it's acceptable so I'd say that's one of the numerous cases of um, having multiple sexual partners but again also in the youth you find uh, people enjoying their youth like Mm -hmm. (laughs) having a good time you know and they're oblivious of the consequences of their actions so it also exposes them to um, HIV and AIDS Is it realistic for girls to negotiate safe sex or is that always decided by the man? In transactional sex situations whereby um, the girls um, have sex to trade in for probably money or other needs, it's not negotiable. Girls don't have a say whatsoever. It's always decided by the men. What can both men and women do to protect themselves from HIV and AIDS? Number one would be abstinence which is kind of tough for the youth. I mean, you just bring up the issue of abstinence and people are like, 
they look at you funny. <laughs> I'm staying with one partner really, like having just one relationship with one partner. I think that's that's most important and having um using protection all the time. Even if you're a woman and you know you have a boyfriend, it's very important that you make it your own responsibility to make sure you're safe because sometimes you cannot rely on other people to be responsible because even if if they're in irresponsible it's going to affect you as much as it affects them. It's it's, it's up to to anyone who is involved in sex to take the responsibility for themselves and say this is for me not for anyone else and i think the best thing again youth should minimize the way they're taking drugs especially the way they're taking alcohol because after they've taken alcohol believe you me they do things that they regret in the morning so what's your take on the role that sex education plays in school amongst friends family and education system? Actually, I'd say sex education is very important. Then I'd like to disorder your question and start with sex education from home. Now, if our parents talk to us, this the, I mean, there's this other person who said they should speak to us unspeakable things because we feel as African people, it's hard for parents to discuss sex with their kids. But we tried all the ways that we could as people. We tried telling people to condomize. We tried telling people to abstain. It didn't work. Now I think what we should do is parents should talk to their children. Tell them what is right. Because when we go out meeting friends, they're telling us what is different. If we get the truth from the house, believe me, we're going to be able to conquer this. Do you believe in what Maureen has said? When you get into adolescence and then you start exploring your sexuality and uh, these things just take you by surprise. So you're like, you go out there and experiment on your own. But let's say your mom or your dad has uh, talked to you about these things and you have that advice at the back of your mind. So it's important to get that uh, sex education at home. Okay. I think it's very important for parents to have an emotional relationship with your children. Fathers have a big role in how daughters think and how they react to situations. If a girl goes out to the world and she's ha- she has never had that father, father, that father figure, she goes out there and she looks for it in all the wrong places. And at the end, she has multiple sexual partners, she gets HIV, and then at the end, she just looks back and says, I never had that father. Wow, that's what they really think. Really interesting though. So what about you? Don't forget, you can have your say too by visiting our website, which is sugar.tv or even hitting us up on Twitter, which is MTV Sugar, at MTV Sugar. Time for some more music right now. A song called Toddy by Oliver Mtukudzi. It's Sugar Radio. Shall we do? Ding, 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 ding,
Even after all these years in many places and for many people, HIV and AIDS is a topic that people still have difficulty in discussing. People living with HIV often face different levels of rejection or discrimination, or they are treated in ways that are meant to humiliate them. This is known as stigma. Stigma is often the result of fear or lack of understanding about HIV and AIDS and about the people who live with HIV and AIDS. Now, when we were preparing for Sugar Radio, we worked with young people living with HIV and AIDS and also we worked with young people who are working actively to improve the understanding in their own communities so that amongst many things, we can do away with the stigma attached with HIV. So to give us a first-hand account of how people not only live but cope with HIV and AIDS, we caught up with Rose Kimani, who shared her story with us. With us today is Rose Kimani, who's been living with HIV for five years. Rose, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. What was your life like before you contracted HIV? As a young woman, you have this carefree life. I had a very happy-go-lucky kind of life. I didn't have many worries. I didn't have many things on my mind. Did you used to party? Yes, of course. So how did you find out that you were HIV positive? I met up with a young man. We formed a friendship that grew into a relationship. So at that point, we decided um, to go to a VCT and find out what our status is. Unfortunately, I tested positive. He tested negative. Were you afraid that people in your community would, like, you know, turn you into an outcast, they'd shun you, they wouldn't speak to you? I think everybody expects that at some point. You see, unfortunately, HIV is not yet very well understood in the community. It's still one of those conditions that people assume uh, you get because you've been promiscuous. Okay, such a drastic change in your mind, in your mindset, and also in your daily life. How has your life changed now that you're living with HIV? Well, the one thing I can say, I had to grow up fast. Of course, that kind of life where you're carefree and you're living day to day doesn't quite work anymore. On a positive note, what are your plans for the future, Rose? Of course, I want to establish a very good career line. I want to be a professional woman. I want to make a difference in many people's lives. I want to particularly work with people living with HIV AIDS. Mm. And um, I want to have a family. I want to get married. I want to have children. That's really good because people think you can't do that, but you can. You actually can. And um, I want to do all that. I want to have a normal life just like everybody else. So, Rose, what do you have to say to people who are afraid to go and get tested and feel like HIV is a death sentence? I can understand the fear, but the fear shouldn't stop you from doing what you know is right. When you get to know where you lie, what your status is, 
then you're better able to take care of yourself. There's a, so much to learn from Rose's story, so much that we can talk about. But it's important for us and for other young people and anyone listening to know what you think. So get talking via Twitter at MTV Sugar. That's Twitter at MTV Sugar. Or hit us up at the website www.sugar.tv. My name is G Money and this is Sugar Radio. Now, right here at Sugar Radio, we not only want to entertain you, but we also want to empower and inform you as well. We've reached out across the world to bring you factual information from some experts in their field. Now, in the next show, we'll be talking to Jane Ferguson. Now, she's the Senior Technical Advisor and Adolescent Health Specialist at the World Health Organization in Geneva. And we'll be speaking to her about HIV testing and counselling. But before that, we're going to speak to two experts. Dr. Susan Cassetti is the Senior Advisor on HIV Prevention and Adolescence at UNICEF in New York. And she'll be speaking about gender and sexual violence. We'll also be speaking to Dr. Mary Otieno, who's the Senior Technical Advisor on HIV and Adolescence at UNFPA in New York, who'll talk to us on the matter of condoms. Now, earlier we heard from a young woman who said that for many girls who simply need to survive, trading sex is part of their strategy to getting a better life and they don't feel that they have any right to negotiate, even in this situation, for a condom to be used. In both the Sugar Radio drama and the TV show, we saw young women being raped. So we have two questions for you. How have HIV and AIDS affected Africa? Sadly, Africa is the region of the world that is the most heavily affected by HIV and AIDS. Um, We know that of the nearly 900,000 new infections that occurred in young people between the ages of 15 and 24 um, in 2009, 80% of those infections, four out of every five, were in sub-Saharan Africa. 50%, one out of every two of those new infections in young people were in eastern and southern Africa. Young girls in this region often find themselves in relationships with people who are significantly older than themselves. Intergenerational sexual relationships are very common and in such a situation where there is that imbalance in power, it can be intimidating for a girl who's inexperienced as well as um, significantly younger and um, with less control than her partner to dictate what she would want. We need to address their skills, give them opportunities through many different experiences to build self-esteem so that they know that they can ask and negotiate and insist on what they want. What advice can you give to a young person who finds himself in a sexually abusive situation? I think it's really important for young people to understand that sexual abuse, sexual violence is unacceptable. There can be no justification for it. It can never be um, It can never be accepted. It should never be tolerated and it should never be excused. I think the risk for many young girls in this situation, many young people in this situation, because it happens to young men as well, is that they feel it can be changed if they are patient, they had something to do with it. I think it's really important that they accept first and foremost that it should never happen and if it does happen that is the error and they should get out of that situation I think the second thing is that they need to get help 
Many young people, when faced with a sexually abusive situation, will keep quiet and not seek help in a timely manner. Often, the perpetrators of abuse will um, take advantage of the likelihood that this person will not report the situation, and the abuse is likely to repeat. Get an HIV test, um, and what is available is a, a drug called a post-exposure prophylaxis. It's a, a treatment or a regimen called a post-exposure prophylaxis regimen. If somebody thinks they have been exposed, exposed to HIV, they can get treatment following that HIV test so that the fear um, of having been infected can be dealt with as well. They should not feel alone, not feel that there is no choice. They should get out, get help, get support. Now, Dr. Otieno, we spoke earlier to young people who said the practice of multiple sexual partnerships was common in all their countries. We we also spoke to a young woman living with HIV who said living with HIV made her grow up so fast and learn to be careful. In the drama, we saw a character, Fali, convince his partner, Sophia, to have sex without a condom to celebrate their reunion. And this happened after they'd been separated for quite a long while. Now, many of our listeners will identify with all of those situations. What advice would you give young people about how to prevent HIV if you're with a stable or regular partner? Condoms are their best option because they're easily available, affordable, easy to use. Condoms are also the only available method that simultaneously protects against sexually transmitted infections, HIV, and unintended pregnancies. When used correctly and consistently, condoms greatly reduce their risk of getting infected or infecting their partner. Using condoms and remaining free from HIV is the responsibility of both partners. When a partner or a couple decides not to use condoms anymore in their relationship, they need to have a frank discussion about faithfulness. This means sticking with one sexual partner or using condoms in every sexual encounter outside their relationship. They must be tested before they stop using condoms. This is important because many sexually active persons may have sexually transmitted infections without knowing it. This can cause infertility and in case of pregnancy can harm the baby. Again, condoms are life-saving. HIV is a reality that should not be taken lightly. Your future is important. Protect it. So what do you guys think? As always, it's so important to hear from you. Text us or visit the Sugar website, which is sugar.tv, or hit us up on Twitter, MTV Sugar. Simple as that. At Twitter, it's MTV Sugar. We're nearly at the end of the show, but don't worry, we can squeeze in a few more big tunes before we go. You're listening to Sugar Radio. Time for some more music here on Sugar Radio. This is Kipapeo by Angelo, who's one of the characters from Sugar TV. Stella Liporudi, fresh lady. 
Wakati ikasa wewe hujui Missing an idea Mr. Director Sagodi akunyeshe maiche yako kwa projector Ucheki Vile one moment ina weza change your life One moment inifanye maze I open my eyes Haya basi tafakari Tabiaza hapo awali Zorotesha mali ya umani Weza kuwa umakitandani Nikajipata hapo peke yangu Bila amani na pesa halisi ntofahamu Goja kuhamu na gamu Sasa nasikia utamu Sauti kani kufusa kila zaro Reality mazeni kujijengeya Furaha msiba chago lako mzeya Pata kosa pata labda omba ukihata Jia ya kufuata kwa furaha na matata about it for now but make sure you catch us again on Sugar Radio next time where we'll be discussing all the issues pertaining to HIV and AIDS and playing some of your big tunes across Africa as well. My name is G Money Sugar Radio next time we'll see you there. Peace.